0: girl, if you have a messy bun, leggings on, and you've reheated your coffee three times today and your to-do list is longer than you can even imagine, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Stacy Crown. I'm a mom of three, a passionate faith-based life and business coach running after toddlers, picking and dropping kids off at school and practice. And I've probably forgot to switch to laundry again. Needless to say, I am in the thick of it with you, sister. Some episodes will be all about mom life and some are going to be about digging deeper in your faith. Some are going to be business related, but all episodes will make you feel a little more normal and a lot less alone in this juggle that we call life. I want to remind you that you're so loved, you are so worthy, and that you're more than enough. Let's jump in. Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. Especially after the week that I had last week. It was incredibly physically painful. I had my first migraine of my life and it literally took me out. I'm not even kidding when I say that. I literally couldn't even open my eyes until from Wednesday night to Thursday night, like a whole 24 hours. It was insane. And so. The point of me telling you this was if you follow me on social media, I did share after like five days of not being on social that that was what was going on. And so many people, especially like the week off the podcast, (sighs) so I'm just so happy to be back in good health and in good standings and all of the things. But I did take a week off the podcast. Y'all know that I have a goal of hitting 50 by the end of the year and I... I'm still going to try to hit that. I don't know if we're going to hit it, but we might as well aim for it, right? So I would love if you do have an idea for a podcast to slip in to my DMs on Instagram and give me all your topic ideas because I think I have 15 more to go and I'd love to make sure that I can provide content that you guys need and want to hear. So one thing that I've been hearing from my community and just from so many people on social, I mean, you look at reels, you look at all of these different things, and it really is the best time of year, but also a really stressful time of year. (laughs) If you're a mom, you're the one who probably makes the holidays magical Especially starting, you know, starts with Halloween and then it goes Thanksgiving. And then obviously everything with Elf on the Shelf and all of the things with Christmas. And so I just want to remind you that whatever life looks like for you this year, because 2023 was tough. It was tough. Inflation, gas prices. I mean, groceries are insane. Although I will say, I'm not sponsored by Aldi. But if you're not shopping Aldi, y'all need to. I filled up my cart the other day with like, I'm not even kidding, like 12 bags of groceries for under $200. Me and the cashier, I was like playing high low with her. And I was like, what do you think? What do you think? She's like, I think you're over $200. I was like, I think I'm under. And it was 196 But I literally had so many groceries and now we're good for like the next week and a half, two weeks. So pretty proud of that. But this year has been tough. There hasn't been a lot of leftover. You know, I'm still getting my business up and running, up and started. And I'm really proud of where I am. And I'm also really proud of my husband because he's worked so much overtime just because it's been there. And I'm not going to lie, there were moments when we needed it this year. And I know that that's what life looks like for so many of us. And so I really wanted this podcast to be, or this episode to be about how to make the holidays manageable yet magical. Because I think when we look back on the holidays that I had personally, my mom did such a good job with just all the gifts and making it magical. And like, I don't necessarily remember Any certain gift that I ever got. But I do remember just the feeling of having all the family together, whether it was us traveling to Ohio to see family or the fact that we were all snuggled around the fireplace watching National Lampoon's Christmas or the Christmas story on for 24 hours on TBS and TNT. Who remembers that? Before all of the streaming services, I remember just opening gifts with my sisters on the morning of, and then my mom making a big breakfast. Then we would go to a movie. We really didn't have a lot to do on Christmas, but here's what I want to tell you is like, If you don't have traditions that you have set, or maybe you have a ton of traditions and you have a huge family and a lot is expected of you. We live in an area, I think, where so much is expected, and sometimes it's just overwhelming. And maybe you're living that same life. Maybe you're like, I have something every week. I have field trips and I have presents that I have to wrap and I have spirit days and I have all of these things. And I'm saying that because we literally have that this week. I have a field trip tomorrow with Colton. I have spirit week with JMO, which I have to look up what tomorrow is. Today was crazy hair day and he looked so cute. And then you have the fundraisers and the donations and it's a lot. It is a lot sister. But the one thing that I want you to remember especially as we head into the holidays and we're expected to buy all these gifts and we have to do this and we have to do that. And then you're looking at people's Christmas trees on Facebook and you're seeing how much people give their kids or how little they give their kids or all these moments and memories that they have with their kids, right? And I don't want you to fall in the comparison trap because that's really not why people are posting, right? We're posting because we're proud of what we've done, whether it's 10 presents or a hundred presents, And I'm not going to lie, this year we're doing experiences and my kids are going to go, they're going to wake up and they're going to be like, oh, wow. But I have this really fun idea of having them scan the QR code to figure out where we're going and all of these things. It's going to be cute. But I just want to remind you, it's not about how much and it's not about How much money you spend on the groceries that you need, you know, if you can't afford lobster this year, then don't do lobster to a pot roast, which is still expensive. If you can't afford, you know, all the gifts under the Christmas tree, then plan some really fun memories. I love personally with our family right now, the traditions that we have is we usually go to church on Christmas Eve with my family and then... We'll probably this year on Christmas Eve, usually what we do is we jump into the car, we put our pajamas on, like all of us, and we also will do hot chocolate and we'll go look at Christmas lights. And I really pray that my kids can grow up with a memory that isn't about what was underneath the Christmas tree, but was about the feelings that they had around the holidays, that they felt loved and that they felt so just comforted and content and like cozy. Because when I look back at the holidays that my parents had for us and my mom literally would buy gifts all year round and she'd keep a notebook I wonder if she still has those, but she'd literally keep a notebook that said like Stacy, Stephanie, and Chelsea, and then she'd keep a running tally, making sure that we each had around the same amount of gifts and around the same amount of budget. She does this now for the grandkids because she's amazing. And I, she just, when I look at back at Christmas, I'm like, wow, she did amazing. And I don't mean to say that my dad did not do amazing, but i think sometimes dads just kind of like go along for the ride especially with gifts my husband he actually now that the kids are getting older he's really into like what figuring out what they want but when they were younger he's like i don't care like just wrap it up and we'll figure it out i'll figure it out on christmas you know christmas morning um which is so fun and if your thing is a ton of gifts and a matching pajamas and you know, big, extravagant, yes, go for it. If you have room in the budget this year to do that, then absolutely, 100%. I'm just saying, if you don't, don't feel bad that you don't. Just make it really special. I know that you will. You know, maybe it's making pizzas Homemade pizzas on Christmas Eve instead of doing like a huge dinner, or maybe it's just a bunch of appetizers or charcuterie that you make. That you go to Aldi and you find they have the the best cheeses. You guys swear to God, but they have like an array of charcuterie stuff, and it's like you literally can make a huge charcuterie board and have it be like fun. And it's never too late to start your own tradition. So if you want to go to the movies on Christmas because you don't really have other families, then put everybody in matching jammies. And go to the movies and bring in your own popcorn if you want. I remember, literally, that's another memory of my life, is that we would, you know, my parents would love to go take us to the movies. And it's not that they couldn't afford to get everyone popcorn and treats and all those things, because we usually got like one thing, like, that's my memory, is that we usually would get something from there, like maybe a Slurpee or something, But my mom would have us go to the dollar store or wherever we could get cheap snacks. And we would pick out all of our snacks and we'd pack a big bag. And and then we'd distribute all of it out in the movies. It was like our secret, you know, our little secret that like everybody else is doing it too. But like those are the memories that like I remember. I don't ever remember like, oh, they couldn't afford this or they couldn't do that. Like my parents always made it very clear that we could have the things that we wanted and needed within reason, obviously. Although I never got an American Girl doll. (laughs) We always joke because my little sister, there's 10 years between my sisters and I, my older sister and then myself are three years apart. And then my little sister is six years from me and 10 years from my older sister. And so we always say like my dad must've got a promotion when they had Chelsea because she just got she got everything and she, it's just the third. And I get it now because my third gets everything that he wants. There isn't a big age gap at all. And he still gets everything he wants. Um, but it's funny. I didn't have American Girl doll, but I had so many other toys and things. And and it's not about the things because when you grow up and when your kids are going to grow up, it's not about the things. It's about the way that you make them feel. So I want you to remember that as you're moving into the holidays. I also wanted to quickly just touch on a few things that, that I think are really, 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 really important for us as women and moms to remember during the holidays, starting now. But prioritizing self-care, you guys, is huge. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. This is something that I had to learn a very hard lesson last week is I just feel like God was telling me like, hey, you're spreading yourself too thin and you, I'm going to make you rest. Seriously, I'm just going to make you rest. Shut your eyes. I'm not even going to let you open them for 24 hours. Like I couldn't even open my eyes. So take care of yourself. Make sure you're eating good. Make sure you're moving your body. You're getting enough sleep. You're getting enough hydration. And that you're not spreading yourself too thin. Take it from somebody who just had a migraine from HE Double Hockey Sticks. Another one is planning ahead. Planning your schedule in advance always helps me. Being realistic too and setting realistic like expectations, right? Like give yourself another half an hour when you're going to the church service on Christmas Eve, because it's probably going to take you an extra half an hour to get everybody in their cute shoes and their cute socks and their cute everything. And just plan ahead. Another one, This huge one because I love it. But it's learning to say no, especially during this season. There's so many parties, so many get-togethers, so many this, so many that. And I will tell you what, in my head, if I have to convince myself to go somewhere, I'm not going. And I'm not going to cancel anymore. I'm just going to say no. I can't make it. And then I'm not even going to justify why I can't make it or make up something why I can't make it, right? I'm just going to say, no, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Or no, I'm not sorry. Thank you for understanding. I can't make it. I know that there's so many things that we're expected to be at, to do at, to volunteer for the classroom parties, the Santa shops, the, you know, parties, like all of the things. Before you say yes to an event or volunteering your time or energy or whatever it is, I want you to ask yourself, am I willing to trade my time and energy or my time and money or whatever it is for the peace that I could have if I said no? And if you're like, "Mm, nope, then then just don't do it you have permission to say, no, my friend, I grant you that Christmas permission. Another one is just creating and sticking to a budget. Like I've been saying this whole time, financial boundaries are so important during the holidays and really just being honest with your spouse and saying like, Hey, like I will be completely honest with my husband walks into Hobby Lobby at this time and he thinks he needs everything. Thank God those carts are so little and they can only fit about three things in it because he's like 50% off. Are you kidding me? And I'm over here and I'm like 75% off fall. Are you kidding me? I just got a lot of goodies today for like 20 bucks. I think I got two vases, a huge frame, pumpkins. Like, Oh, I didn't even unwrap it. I just put it in my fall bin for next year. But anyways, We have to be (laughs) honest with our budget, especially when we're decorating, especially if you've like moved into a new place. I'm thinking of my best friend, Ashton, because I'm sure she's like, bigger house, more decorations. Like I'm sure she is thinking this because they went from a condo to a beautiful new home. So Ashton, if you're listening to this, girlfriend, ask yourself if you need to spend it she's going to say yes anyways, but being really honest with your budget is great. Another one that I think is really, really important. And then I'm going to wrap this up is just practicing gratitude. You know, focus on the aspects of holiday season that bring you back to the reason for the season. I think sometimes we get lost in the matching pajamas and The turkeys and the cookies and the baking and the buying and the presents and the wrapping and the gift giving and and the events and the feeling, all of these things. And we really just forget that it's centered around Christ. It's centered around our Savior being born. And I literally get shivers saying that because sometimes I'm literally sitting in my living room And there's just Christmas stuff everywhere. And it looks really good. It's a little cluttered, if you ask me. My husband loves Christmas that much. But I never, ever, ever want my kids to think of Christmas and not remember that Jesus was the reason for the season, that he came first, and that we're celebrating him. And that I find so much gratitude in that. I don't just celebrate Christmas, you guys. We make a whole birthday cake for Jesus. We sing him happy birthday because he is our savior and we celebrate that. And maybe that's a tradition that you want to make. Maybe that's a tradition that you want to start with your family is making a dessert or lighting a candle or just singing happy birthday or just chatting with your kids about what Christmas really truly is. I hope that this filled someone up. I hope that this gave you permission to just do whatever feels good for you this holiday. Spend the amount of money that feels good for you and your budget. Don't feel like you have to be keeping up with the Joneses. And just remember not to compare yourself to anybody else because we're all on our own journeys and we're all living in our own abundance. I love you guys so much. And if this struck something with you, share it with a friend, share it on your social tag me in it. I love, love, love hearing you guys love this. All right, you guys until next time. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love if you share with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacey Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream, and now we're here. Talk soon.